Welcome to the Profitable Practitioner Podcast. This is a podcast for unlicensed practitioners and coaches as they navigate their way through the journey of entrepreneurship. Here, we will be having conversations with real practitioners about their businesses, gathering marketing and business tips from other online experts, and ultimately creating a community for support and growth. My goal is to give you the knowledge, tools, and support you need to build, scale, and sell your services so you can truly create the business of your dreams. All right, guys, today I am here with Stepanka. Um, did I, I'm sorry, did I pronounce your name correctly? <laughs> yes, you sure. did. Don't worry. It's a difficult name and you nailed it. Perfect. I'm so glad to hear that. Um, well, would you like to just introduce yourself to the audience, give a little background on who you are? Mm, yes. Thank you for having me, first and foremost. My name is Stepanka Kuralova, and I am an intuitive clinical hypnotherapist and a mindset coach for female entrepreneurs, for ambitious women who would like to take their life and business to the next level. Something I specialize in is upper limit problems, so really helping people get to their next level. And something that comes to me really naturally is to spot people's blind spots. Just by listening to them, observing their body language, the kind of language they use when they speak about what they are experiencing, both in their personal lives and their businesses, I can... I call myself like their personal BS detector. (laughs) I can spot it from miles. And that's something I use a lot in my work. But I also use various other modalities over the years. Since I qualified in clinical hypnosis, I added loads of other modalities such as EFT, which is emotional freedom technique, aka tapping. I am also a certified healer, Reiki healer and I I work with breath work and coaching and many other things but really what I focus on is helping people to rise into their greatness fully step into their potential and unlock their inner magnetism and over the years I realized that very often It's the lack of emotional resilience and emotional intelligence that's holding people back. Because when you look at people's blocks, whether they are conscious or subconscious, very often it boils down to our emotions and how we are holding ourselves back. So that's what I do. Oh, I love that. Yeah, so much of it is that subconscious and emotional belief systems and We've had a lot of conversations like that on podcasts recently where it's just, you know, you can think that you want something so much, but like, is there a disconnect between the want and like the belief that you can actually get there? Right. So I think that this will be really important for everyone here listening to take in and really use to move forward. Thank you. Absolutely. And I feel like almost everyone can relate and resonate with like putting the work in working really hard like giving it your all and you're not getting the results you want and you're wondering like what am I doing wrong like what's going on here because I maybe I need to work harder and that's when sometimes people you know force things to happen instead of allowing them to happen and very often that is a sign that it's not 
about how much you do and get done, but it's also about those uh, deeper subconscious beliefs and emotional blocks. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I feel like I'm going to have so many questions for you that might be slightly s- selfish throughout this conversation. But <laughs> um, first off, I would love to know, how did you get into doing the hypnosis and the emotional intelligence work and all of that with entrepreneurs? Okay, so my personal journey with hypnosis started quite early on. When I was about 18 and 19 years old, I suffered from a lot of health problems. And I wasn't really getting the answers from my normal doctors, from, you know, Western medicine doctors. And after having loads of tests done, like I had no answers, like technically there was nothing wrong with me. Yet I was having all of those symptoms and I had a really upset tummy. I felt sick after almost every meal I had. I had these high temperatures and fever on and off. And it was really holding me back in um, my first year at university. And then honestly, almost like by magic, I ended up um, attending this yoga class um, where the teacher decided to play a hypnosis recording for us. And within minutes, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is something special. I need to explore this. I feel so good. I feel so present. My mind calm down. I felt so grounded in my body. And I remember having this thought like, I didn't even know it could be this good to be in my body, to feel this present, just to feel this present in my body, like, like just fully there, if you know what I mean, because sometimes we can be just stuck up in our heads and mm-hmm. we don't actually feel the body. And I was just curious and I felt different straight away. So I went home and I repeated that same process over and over again by myself. I just visualized everything that was in that recording. And within a week, all of those health problems, now I know they were psychosomatic health problems. So related to the mind and to my, to me overthinking everything and being really worried and anxious. Um, and it just went away by magic, like by just like by magic. And I, it just shifted my life completely. And I didn't even want to continue studying what I was studying. I was just like, I need to find out more. I want to learn more about hypnosis, meditation, visualizations. And it really took me on a, on a different journey. And I ended up taking a gap year. I relocated to England. I thought that was going to be just maybe something for a year or so, but I ended up staying here. And then later in life, I um, met my future hypnotherapy teacher and I just felt it in my body. I'm like, maybe this is the time for me to actually explore it professionally and and use this modality to help and empower others because that just felt like a full body, yes. And also to fully answer your question, how did I get to work with entrepreneurs and fellow practitioners? That actually happened naturally. I started by helping people with anxiety, overthinking, feelings of overwhelm. And that's what I was focusing 
on to start with. And over the years, I realized that like 98% of my clients were fellow practitioners, entrepreneurs. Um, I have clients who are also hypnotherapists like myself, fellow coaches or um, small business owners and so on. And that's when I started focusing more on their needs because their needs might be slightly different. And that's also when I started noticing this pattern of, of them getting in their own way and where is that gap between where they are and where, they're, where, where they want to be and how I can help them by reprogramming their subconscious mind. Oh, I love that. That's such a beautiful journey, you know, from like, it's just like that piece of you need to go through it yourself. And then also that organic yeah. just action that happens. And I, I think that that is really where you are able to find like the gold, you know, the, the exact thing that you're supposed to be doing. Cause usually when you're supposed to be in a space, it happens fairly seamlessly. I love that you said it. And you know what? I think sometimes we overthink everything <laughs> because part of me, always knew I'm here to support like other light workers if that's a word you resonate with for example like I I just felt like I'm here to support others who are supporting others mm -hmm. but I never felt like I'm good enough or maybe I'm not qualified enough and I was you know getting in my own way really and then it it just happened naturally that the right clients uh, started working with me and or the ones that were still self-employed were like, well, I want to start my own business. So yeah, it, it's been a natural evolution. Awesome. Um. All right. So when someone comes to work with you, let's say an entrepreneur or a fellow practitioner comes to work with you, what's kind of that process that you lead them into? Do you start right off the bat with hypnosis or is it kind of just bio-individual according to the person that's in front of you? What does that look like? Yes, it definitely depends on who's in front of me and where they at and uh, what their goals are, what they have tried so far and so on. And also it is an intuitive process. It's It's quite easy for me to see where I need to take someone once they are in front of me and I feel that a huge piece of it all is for me to it's like I need to lean back and also listen and that's where I can that's how I find out what it is that the person in front of me needs so I definitely listen to their needs and I'm really present with any client who comes to me and sometimes it might result in me taking them into a hypnosis right away other times I I actually feel there is a huge emotional buildup that we need to release first and that's when I might use EFT emotional freedom technique tapping which for those who aren't familiar with this technique it's a combination of Chinese medicine and modern energy psychology and it's brilliant for processing heavy emotions and creating a little more spaciousness and sometimes you know that first session or any session might consist of coaching only okay yeah we ha I had um another girl on the podcast a little bit ago who does EFT as well and she guided me through a session um, it was all around money and money mindset and um, 
basically we went through and we were talking about like I was tapping on the fact that I undercharge and when we got to like the root of it it was you know I'm undercharging because I don't love myself and I was like wow I can't believe I just like it was like really emotional I was like crying about it and um you know it's like not that complicated maybe if I sat there with a while that with a with that for a while I probably could have got to the root of all of that but just like kind of letting your subconscious flow and and talk and then you're just able to get to like that place where you realize like why you behave the way that you behave right and it's Mm. it can be really like heartbreaking in a way when you're like oh wow like I'm not charging my worth because I don't believe in my worth like I don't actually love myself the way that I should and you know, like just having that in words and like being able to confront it, I feel like can make a huge difference with the way you move forward. Absolutely. I think it's such a powerful modality. And for me, it's really helped me in my business, even though I started using it when I was probably 17. So Mm -hmm. that's another modality I have been using for many, many years now. And it was actually my dad who booked me for a session with someone for a snake phobia. <laughs> and that's how I uh, came across EFT for the first time. And um, it gave me incredible results. And I've just been coming back to it for many years. And it's only a few years back when I actually qualified in it to use it with my clients. But it's brilliant. It truly is. And I actually have certain clients now who are like, oh, can we do EFT? Because they love that release you experience and how different you feel and there definitely is an overlap with hypnosis in terms of how both of those modalities help you reprogram your mindset and your and your nervous system and I feel hypnosis is really brilliant for entrepreneurs especially when it comes to like breaking to that next level you know, like, let's say, okay, just think of a number, you know, a number you would like to be making in your business. And anyone listening right now, just think of a number and now multiply it by two. How does it feel? Like, imagine it, imagine it, like bringing it uh, into your life and making that amount of money in your business. Very often we like, hey, that's cool, but in reality, it's like, oh, could I could I charge that or could I make this amount of money? And the same, like how much are you charging right now for, let's say, your one-to-ones or for this particular program? Okay, multiply it by two or three or four, you know, at extra zeros. <laughs> and how does it feel now? And very often there is a bit of like, oh, like, I can't do that. Like our nervous system, our body contracts a little and that's what hypnosis really helps you with. It can help you bring that calm, peaceful state, like your nervous system feels safe because it all comes down to safety. Whenever your subconscious mind thinks something might not be safe, it won't let you go there. So if there is some sort of a belief around money, let's say if I'm earning this amount of money, maybe then loads of family members will be asking me for money or maybe people will think X, Y, Z about me. So if there is a conscious or a subconscious belief or a feeling 
you know, or anything like that, your subconscious mind is like, not safe. Let's not go there. And hypnosis helps you bring that safety into your body. And then we use the power of suggestions to help you, like, get familiar with that number or make it your new normal. I like to call it your new normal technique. It's a specific hypnosis process I designed for my clients a few years back. And it's about normalizing it. It's like, what if this wasn't a big deal? And when it's not a big deal, it doesn't feel as scary. Yeah. Oh, that that hits so close to home right now because I, um, I'll probably... I've been talking to a business coach and like just about signing up for their services. It's like four month program and the price tag is a little scary, but like their promise is they can help me hit this certain goal that I want to hit. Right. But part of me like feeling a little scared to sign up is almost this resistance of like, I don't know if I can get there, not because of their help, but because of like me and my limiting beliefs, you know? And it's like, I don't want to be the thing that gets in my own way, but also like, I want to hit this goal. And it's just weird how our brains work like that, you know, like it's something you want so bad, but at the same time, like you're putting this block up and it seems like a really silly block because it's like, like it's money, like you want more money because then you can make a bigger impact. You can help people around you. You feel more secure. Like there's like all these amazing, it's just a tool that brings more opportunity. Right. So like, of course you want it, but then you just have these belief systems around it that get in the way and it can be really hard to overcome. So I think the hypnosis part seems, I mean, I don't know a lot about hypnosis, but it seems like the perfect tool to really help you move across those barriers. Yes, that was such a great example, actually. And very often when it comes to investing, it's not about the other person. It's like, do I trust myself that Mm -hmm. I can make this happen, that I'll show up or I'll follow through? Uh, will I be the one getting in my own way again? So yeah, I think you really nailed it. That's what it comes down to. And um, with hypnosis and the examples I shared with you, the same applies to the amount of clients you would like to receive, for example, or speaking on stage. Like many of us have this dream of becoming published authors or speaking on stage or having this bigger impact. But then when it comes to it, it's also as scary as exciting. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, like I was, I literally had a conversation with a client of mine this morning and she had a workshop last week and she had 23 people showing up for this workshop live on Zoom. And it like, she wants to have bigger impact. But she's like, that was so scary. <laughs> like that was still really scary. And she used to have panic attacks when she spoke in front of other people. So this is still a huge progress speaking in front of those people and leading a workshop and taking them through modalities and so on. But at the same time, okay, well, if it's still scary, let me take you into hypnosis and let's 
double that number let's triple it and let's let's imagine hundreds of people and then you know your mind doesn't know the difference between what's imagined and what's real so you can program it for that you can familiar familiarize your mind with more people looking at you and connecting it to that feeling of safety that we first create in hypnosis like what if it was safe yeah I (laughs) the first place my brain went to when you were saying that with like your brain not for knowing the difference between something that's fake and real is I've kind of had this thought lately to be a successful entrepreneur you almost have to be like a little bit delusional like you almost have to like believe in this reality that isn't there and believe in yourself in a way that no one else does and and like obviously you want some sanity too you need a mixture (laughs) of both but um I've been like almost kind of trying to lean into that a little bit like let's just like believe some far off things that maybe aren't true with like our feet still grounded on the ground so we can make wise discerning decisions but still have like you know, this vision and these goals that are really pushing you to the next level. And then having this story that you've reformed in your brain that can help you get there. Um, so I loved that you said that. Cause yeah, I think, I think that we can get caught in our head of being like where we are right now, but if you take the time to visualize something different and like really sit with that and let it sink in, then you know, what's the difference between where you are now and what you visualized? Absolutely. That was such a great example. And a simple way to demonstrate it is like, imagine something you don't want, or let's say there is a meeting coming up next week, or, or maybe you need to have a sweaty palm conversation with someone and you know, you've got to do it. There is no way to go around it. You've got to have an open conversation with this person. And just by thinking about it, like maybe you are sweating a little. Maybe your belly is tensing up. Maybe you like getting shivers and you're like, oh my gosh, nothing changed in your environment. Nothing changed. What changed were your thoughts. And those thoughts immediately impacted your physiology. Just by you thinking about this potential conversation that might happen in the future, your body started responding to it. And it's the same when people, for example, don't look forward to a meeting at work or a presentation or they are dreading something like we can feel it in the body just by thinking about it or just by visualizing something. So now imagine you can also use this in a positive way. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. The beliefs are really what drive us. Um, so when, oh, I have like a random question, but, um, So you feel like a lot of the entrepreneurs and practitioners that you work with, um, cause you said that you, you use like you're intuitive, correct. And you use that in your business. Do you, what ratio would you say that you see with like entrepreneurs being intuitive? Hmm. I, I feel like we all are intuitive. Like every single person on this planet has got intuition. Not everyone is using it. But I definitely think entrepreneurs, especially like you said yourself, they have big visions 
And mm -hmm. I think they've got to be a little out there <laughs> in a way, <laughs> because there will be loads of people discouraging you, loads of people trying to protect you, telling you like, oh, this is not possible, you know, um, think smaller, but actually thinking bigger is is the most important thing because if it's a mediocre goal it won't motivate you on those days when you're feeling low when you don't feel like getting up but when you've got a really big why when this goal is so big so exciting it's quite extraordinary you're more likely to get up and you know get going even when it feels hard when it comes to intuition like the kind of clients I tend to attract are very often intuitive or they know like there is more to this. Like maybe we don't have to force everything to happen. Maybe they might be working with the law of attraction or they believe in their own energy, in the power of their emotions and how important their mindset is. It's not all just about logic and numbers and, you know, very often when you receive a creative idea, it feels like something bigger. Mm. And I think this is something that very often happens to entrepreneurs. They almost like receive a download or a, an idea. And very often that's an idea, I believe, that chose them because they have everything this idea needs uh, for it to become a tangible thing. So maybe um, you want to write a book. Well, this idea chose you and it didn't it didn't choose you by accident. I really believe there is this almost like energetic demand. There are people asking for consciously or subconsciously for this type of information or for the service you've got. And by them asking, they are creating this energetic demand and then this idea will choose the right person for it to happen. So if you are feeling called to um, start a podcast or start a YouTube channel or start baking cakes and <laughs> selling them, like whatever that is, like there is people out there asking for that. And I find this is something that helps me. Whenever I experience self-doubt, I find that my, my clients really resonate with it. Let's say that client who had a workshop last week and she had, you know, these 20 people there. I know leading up to the workshop, she was like, well, what if they don't like it? Or what if this is not the right thing for them? I'm like, they been called to you. Like they felt an energetic pull. So you've got something they really need what if you trusted that for a moment yeah I love that that's that's so great and one thing um that I've been noticing lately is I don't even know if I was like trying to lean into this or if it's just something that's kind of caught my attention but it's always that first immediate thought that comes to you you know you're like oh, where did that yeah. come from and it's always right. Like, I don't know, like I keep having these thoughts, like this is going to happen all of a sudden it happens. And like, I will catch myself as soon as I have that thought being like, oh no, I wish I didn't have that thought. Cause sometimes I don't always want it to happen, you know? And, but it's just like, it's so instinctual and you're just like, this is going to happen five seconds later, or maybe it's a day later, whatever it is, it happens. And so I think that, that really when it comes down to it, it's just like, what does your immediate 
gut tell you you're right like it that's where kind of those glimpses come in it's not it's not taking the time to like I mean this is like another part of business that it is important to have a strategy and sit with your thoughts and write things out but that's not always where those silver linings and like the those like glimpses into like what you need to do what you need to create are going to come through it's going to come through in that split second of just like you have this thought comes to you you're like where did that come from maybe it's something you don't even want to do um but like that's usually what it is right yeah yeah absolutely and we've got to learn to trust it because you know as little children and teenagers we were told to look at numbers and and the evidence we've got right now. The thing is, if you are an entrepreneur, very often you don't have evidence for the work you want to do, or you haven't got evidence that this will work out. You've got to take a risk, like all of us have taken risks. Yeah, that's what it is to be an entrepreneur, it's just a giant risk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is really exciting, but also can be really scary and like yeah yeah it's just that mindset like you've been talking about of how you want to how you want to believe in it and view it so (laughs) yeah and then you know when fear takes over that's when you've got to be your best coach and Mm -hmm. and help yourself feel safe and bring those feelings of safety to your body to your nervous system how do you recommend doing that yeah so there is different ways of doing it so uh as it could be as simple as you're in a dialogue like if something scary is happening or you are really out of your comfort zone like be kind to yourself really consciously speak to yourself inside of your mind like we will be okay this is great you know exactly what to do Sometimes it's as simple as like, wow, this feels heavy. This feels really difficult right now. But one day soon, you will feel okay again. You've got this. Like, we will be all right. Just really helping um, you to believe that you are safe. Because when one of the stress responses takes over, let's say, fight, flight, freeze, or fawn, stress response takes over, your body thinks maybe your life is, you know, at stake or something dangerous could happen. It doesn't know that speaking in front of 100 people will not kill you. But Mm -hmm. your nervous system is responding to this event as if it was life or death situation and in those moments your inner self-leadership really matters your emotional intelligence matters so the way how you speak to yourself is like the first step like be your best coach nobody else can do that for you and then another thing to do would be breath work honestly just consciously breathing in for the count of three Breathing out for the count of six is the exhalation that matters. That's what's sending those safety signals to your nervous system and just repeat it a few times. And to make it your new normal, so to speak, repeat it three times per day, every single day, just a few conscious breaths like this. 
helping your body and mind get used to it because some of us some of us are actually addicted to stress to drama to chronic busyness and mm. um to, to to you know feeling stressed out it could actually become an addiction mm. And then another tool is, for example, EFT, just stopping on those energy points on your body and face, like really calming yourself down when fear takes over. Mm, I love that. Oh, yeah, it's I think when you said that you can become like addicted to stress and busyness and all of that, that resonated so deeply and <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to be this way, you know? And it's like, why are we this way? And it's just our programming, really. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And there is a few different programs that cause this. Um, one of them is like busy equals productive mm-hmm. or busy equals important or busy equals money. We know that's not the case. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And it could also be a distraction mechanism. Sometimes there is deeper emotions beneath the surface and we keeping ourselves busy in order to avoid them. It's also a numbing strategy. So we numb ourselves out by being busy on social media, doing this and that. And it could also be a protection mechanism from doing the things that actually matter, but Mm. are scary. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. I always, that's so funny. I've never put two and two together, but I always say, and it's something I'm working on really hard is that like, I'm a professional, like number, like I'm really good at like not being in my body. And it's something that I'm really trying to work on. And, you know, there's so many different ways that you can get out of your body. And like we were talking about earlier, but I never thought about stress being one of them, you know, just like that constant productivity, but yeah, yeah. it's an avoidance mechanism to some degree. Like, obviously you need to be a hard worker to some degree to get your business going and all of that. But then it comes to a point where it's like, okay, but like, what what are you really doing right now? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I, I do think business and, you know, being on all the time is one of the top numbing mechanisms and avoidance mechanism as well Uh, for some people it will be literally scrolling up and down on social media or needing to check their emails for other people it will be that glass of wine to take the edge of the day just to relax and unwind and you know I'm not saying a glass of wine is not good for you but it's when it becomes habit when it becomes one of those numbing mechanisms of how you actually keeping yourself away from feeling what's present there yeah um I've been having so that used to be such a coping mechanism for me it was like it wasn't really even on the weekends I wouldn't really even fill the pool like I wanted a glass of wine or anything but it was like after a really stressful day of working I was like all I need right now is a glass of wine you know and I've taken the past few weeks off of drinking just because I just haven't felt like it and I was like I'm just gonna go with this feeling it was like ever since Virgo season I was just like I'm not feeling the pool like I just don't feel like it's serving me right now I'm definitely not gonna say I'm never gonna drink again because like I think life is all about experiences and I love some of the experiences that come with like sharing a glass of wine with a friend but 
right now, like it's not serving me. So let's just go with not drinking. And that's when one of the things that's been really interesting is after a really busy, stressful day where all I really want to do is kind of just disconnect, numb out a little bit and being, and just sitting with myself and like going through those emotions and actually processing them. Um, you know, like talking yourself through it, like those coping mechanisms that you, that you've put in place and, um, and rather than, you know, leaning on the wine, you're leaning on yourself and those like self-soothing processes of, of walking through why those emotions are coming up and what you should do with them. And it's been, um, it's been really interesting. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Thank you for sharing that with us. I think that's such a great example. And the thing is, we never had any sort of emotional education when we were little. And we actually received a lot of weird messaging around emotions. On one hand, sometimes parents or caregivers would tell us like, well, if you don't stop crying, I'll give you a real reason to cry for or cry about. And on the other hand, other parents or caregivers could say something like, well, if you stop crying, I'll give you a piece of cake or or you get a treat or I'll buy you something in the shop. So that's two different messages. It's like feeling your emotions is wrong. And if you do feel them, you can get punished. And the other one is like, well, let's forget about your feelings. Let's numb you out with a nice piece of cake. And that's when it comes from. That's when like, that's where binge eating comes from. Binge drinking, avoidance by scrolling up and down on social media, watching too much Netflix. Like all of those could be avoiding mechanisms and, um, you know, strategies, how we numb ourselves out. But actually, when you give yourself permission to be with your emotions, it can be so powerful. But once again, you've got to make sure you help yourself feel safe. And so often we haven't really felt certain emotions fully. So they can't really leave the body because emotions are energies in motion. They need to move through your body. And I have found over the years that many people are actually afraid of like getting stuck in that emotion. What if I allow myself to feel this sadness? What if it never goes away? Hmm. Maybe if I open the lid and I let myself feel it, like it will stay with me forever. The thing is, it won't. It's an energy that's going to move through you. And um, the more you let yourself feel your emotions, the easier it gets. And because this is such a huge thing in my work, I even have just a program that focuses just on emotions. And I came up with this metaphor for my clients inside this program um, to imagine a pendulum and the pendulum is swinging from one side to the other and when it's swinging just gently it stays towards the center it just swings gently from one side to the other yet if the pendulum swings all the way to one side, let's say emotional suppression, you're not allowing yourself to feel any emotions, you numbing out, you're not present with your body, it's bound to swing 
all the way to the other side, to the other extreme, which is um, chronic emotional overwhelm. It is yelling and snapping at other people, erupting like a volcano, if you like. But if you let yourself feel your emotions from a moment to moment, it will stay in the center. And that's much easier for you to manage and also for other people to manage. Because when we are not mastering our emotions and we are erupting all of the time, so we like numbing out and we're not telling people how we really feel, it can become unsafe for others. They feel like, I don't know where I'm at with you. Like things seem fine one minute and then the next yelling at me. And the same happens in business, as you know yourself, it comes with loads of ups and downs. And that's why like emotional intelligence is very often one of the most overlooked skills in business, but it can make all the difference. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree. I think that that's a really important thing for us to understand about ourselves and and moving forward with you know, creating our lives and also creating our businesses. <laughs> mm. Thank you for sharing that. I really appreciate it. This has been such a wonderful conversation. Thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I had think, a great time. Yeah. I think that we can all take so much away from this and just like understanding that there's so much more beyond just like the surface, you know? Yeah. We can have our to-do list and our goals, and those are great. We need those, but we also need everything that goes along with those that lies beneath the surface. Absolutely. And I find that sometimes actually the answer isn't another business strategy or another blueprint or a different marketing move sometimes it actually comes down to our beliefs those subconscious programs we've been holding on to it comes down to our emotional intelligence and resilience and very often that's something that actually needs a little more attention yeah yeah absolutely awesome well do you want to let everyone know where they can find you to learn more about you work with you social media all of that fun stuff well, thank you. Yeah, so I've got a website where you can find most of the things, just everything in one place. And that's hypnocoaching.me, M-E. Or I am on social media, on Instagram at New Earth Woman. And I am also over on Facebook where I've got my own Facebook community called New Earth Women. So that's like a collective, a place where I share um, behind the scenes and I do fun card readings there and live trainings. And there will be a masterclass coming up soon inside the group as well. So that's where a lot of like VIP stuff is happening for my audience as well. But also feel free, just message me and reach out to me if you enjoy this podcast episode. And if you've got any questions about hypnosis or anything else we mentioned. Awesome. Oh, and when you said the card reading, that reminded me, I, I've actually gotten bad at this. I haven't done it for a while, but um, I would, sometimes I like to pull a card at the end of a conversation. Um, would you be open to that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let I me grab love that. Super quick. <laughs> 
okay, now you'll probably have to help me interpret it or I can Google it. That's what I always do is I Google it. I'm like, I love cards, <laughs> but I'm not that good at them. <laughs> what, what cards have you got? <laughs> um, I just have the original deck, like the, I can't remember what it's called, but. Yeah, the wait- Ride the Weight Tarot. <laughs> I have a couple. I have like the Animal Spirit deck. Um, mm. And then I also have like, um, it's called the Antique or yeah the antique anatomy so it's like um just like skeletal and body parts but like in put together in like this antique structure and they're kind of cool I like those ones too all righty so we have the eight of cups right that's the eight of cups oh eight of cups yeah that is have you pulled that card before um not that I remember do you know what it is off the top of your head? Yeah. So if you obviously this comes as an audio, it doesn't come with video, does it? Uh yeah, it'll it'll have video for oh it does have a video. Okay. Mm-hmm. So very well, you can see a man in this card with his back turned uh towards us, and there is the um there is the cups in front of him. They are, you know, the golden yellow cups. And very often this card can be a sign of maybe feeling a little disappointed. disappointed. Um, and okay, I'm just going to go with my intuition here. I feel like now in my head it's like falling into place. Yeah, so it's very interesting right now is the beginning of October and we are entering this uh, last quarter of this year. And I feel like maybe some people feel like, hmm, maybe I haven't achieved what I wanted this year yet. So there might be a little bit of uh, disappointment, feeling like things haven't worked out. It could also mean that you might be isolating yourself from others, maybe not sharing your emotions openly, maybe not sharing with people how you really feel about certain things. Funnily enough, this card does often show up when it comes to escapism numbing strategies so are you actually (laughs) numbing yourself out with something so a really interesting thought and um how can you allow yourself to feel it and we've got to remember that our energy can shift within seconds so even if you did not achieve all of your goals yet so much more can happen before the end of 2023 so I feel while right now you might feel like oh I want to burn it all down or what's the point or I haven't got to where I wanted to be it's okay just allow yourself to feel all of those feelings and some people might be feeling like they want to walk away from something and if that's the case just make sure you really feel it out Because when um, our emotions are heightened, when emotions run high, our intelligence is very low. We don't see things as they are. We see them through our clouded emotional vision. So if you are considering walking away from something like that, man is literally walking away in that cart from Mm -hmm. those cups in front of him, then just give yourself the time 
to really feel into it. Like, is it something I want to abandon? But what I'm intuitively picking up on, I really feel like some of us are feeling like, oh my gosh, this year is almost over and I didn't get to where I wanted to be. But yeah, let's just process those emotions and know that it can totally shift. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I feel like it fits if it's very well into our conversation. Mm, yeah. That means yeah, it's quite incredible. They always work cards, don't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's always so crazy to me. I'm like, whoa, these things work. <laughs> oh. I love it. Awesome. I love tarot because it's filled with archetypes and um, there's just so much to those cards. Mm-hmm. yeah and you I pulled it up like to read it and as I was reading it you were just like hitting every point that I was reading and I was like oh yeah <laughs> that's exactly exactly it <laughs> awesome well thank you again this has been so great to chat with you thank and you. you brought so many great like points and knowledge to the table that I think everyone is really gonna love thank you so much for having me I really appreciate it You're welcome. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you are looking for more business support and collaboration with other health and wellness entrepreneurs, I would really recommend joining us over in our private Facebook group, the Profitable Practitioner Community. Um, I have that linked down in the show notes so you can find that super easily. And make sure to leave us a rating and review if you like the show and share it with any other health and wellness entrepreneur friends that you might have. Okay, and we'll see you next time on The Profitable Practitioner.